0: welcome to the ramcast the podcast version of ram tv if you want to see the video version of this podcast be sure to check out our youtube or facebook channels where you can subscribe and follow us ram tv works in partnership with valley studios a production company designed to bring entertainment to all facets of the internet sit back relax and enjoy ramcast zach what are my collectibles doing all over the couch
1: Aaron. I need you to sit down.
0: I always sit down for the show, Zach. Aaron,
1: please don't be difficult.
0: I am in the process of sitting down. What is going You're on? You're probably
1: wondering why I assembled the guys here today. Guys?
0: Zach, that's Darth Melgus. He's a collectible. He doesn't actually work for us.
1: Yeah, I, look, I couldn't get the actual team here on short notice, so I got the next closest people to you. Uh, my pride. We need to talk about your problem. My problem? Your drinking problem. I don't
0: have a drinking problem. Oh my god, it's drugs. Zach, I, it's not drugs. I don't have a problem. That's always the first thing you people say. Zach, what the hell are you on about? Look, it's
1: hard not to notice we haven't really had a show on time in like two weeks now, and I hadn't seen you in a while, so I narrowed down all the likeliest scenarios in my head to two. And since you clearly haven't been saving the galaxy from abnormally large horsemen, it's obviously substance abuse.
0: They're called centaurs, first of all, and more importantly, what chain of events led you to that being the most probable cause?
1: Because it's horsemen or unicorns, and everyone knows unicorns aren't real. I'm speechless. Uh Uh-huh, look, if it's not equestrian conquests or vodka,
0: then what's your excuse? Okay, fine. Let me... Let me lay it out there, Zach. My schedule has been hell. It has been rare for me to work less than a 12 hour day at minimum, nonetheless even have a day off or two. Not to mention, you add in all of my military stuff in my constant travel, keeping me away from the home, away from a fiancé, whom I'm trying to plan a wedding with. Not to mention the impeding six-month mobilization I may be going on. On top of all that, you have to include the fact that I have been working for Valley Studios, trying to find us someone, a talent, to join us. And I may have found someone to come in and possibly write us a brand new theme song that is originally hours at RAM so that Zach is what's been going on sorry I got your toys out and I'm sorry but to you our viewers for the inconsistency and sometimes not even appearing videos you deserve high quality entertainment and that's what we want to give you a good show that you can enjoy and more importantly that is consistent So please, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of RAM TV. So we know after years of studies and arguments that video games do have an effect on our brains. Matter of fact, some studies have shown that video games improve people's visual short-term memory and eye-hand coordination. But a recent study has shown something new. People who play FPSs, such as Call of Duty, experience shrinkage in the hippocampus. Uh, That's the part of the brain that's associated with spatial navigation, memory, and stress regulation. Oh, that makes sense. There are a lot of angry COD players out there. Researchers asked 33 participants how much video gaming they did in the past year and then scanned their brains with MRIs, not something weird. Those who spent 19 hours or more a week playing FPSs had less gray matter in the hippocampus than those who didn't play games. So these researchers did another study, this time with a control group. 43 people who normally don't play games were split into two groups and asked to play 90 hours across 10 weeks. Sign me up. Those who played FPSs showed the same loss of gray matter. And I'm sure there were a short fuse or two after. Dealing with the jerks of COD. The second group played Super Mario. And here's where we get some good news. Those who played Super Mario actually had an increase in the gray matter in their hippocampus. Researchers believe they know why video games like COD have an adverse effect on us versus something like Super Mario. In many FPSs, the game has an overlaid GPS and Wayfinders. So instead of using the hippocampus, we use the caudate n- Nucleus, or the brain's reward system. In other words, it's more a use it or lose it factor here. So the next time you go to pick up a controller, instead of choosing a brainless shooter, maybe consider a 3D platformer or puzzle game. But if you're insistent on FPSs, that's okay too. We do have some good news for you, specifically if you play Overwatch. Did you miss your chance for Epic Loot last summer? Maybe you didn't have the game yet, and maybe you were just lazy, or you were just waiting until the last second to get that skin you wanted, because maybe, just maybe, you could get it out of a box. Then you forgot to buy the box. Well, Overwatch is back with their summer event, and Tanner has that story.
2: Thank you, Aaron. Yes, Overwatch is back with their summer games event, And it looks upsettingly like last year's. This year's Special Playlist is a Lucio-only game where you're playing a Rocket League-type soccer match in a large arena. Sound familiar? Yeah, don't get me wrong, it's an epic playlist and I feel it should be permanently in the rotation. But really, Blizzard? You could have at least changed the character that you use or the look of the maps in general. All in all, the Summer Games event is a great opportunity to snag those skins you may have missed last year, as well as earning a few new ones that look rather epic. But, I'm, I mean, in my opinion, I feel that they should have gone to a little more extent with the Summer Games event. If they're not going to add a new playlist or new maps or a new character in that playlist, they should have given more characters new skins. All they did is remap maybe four or five skins. A couple of them were for characters that even got skins last year. I think that Doomfist should have got a new skin since he's a new character. He's just fresh into the game. Giving him a new skin right off the bat would have been epic. But let me know what you think. Do you think that they were slacking off doing the same event that they did a year ago? Or do you think they were just trying to bring back old things to let you get character skins you may have missed? Let me know. Uh, Leave your comments in the sections below.
0: Thanks, Tanner. Personally, I'm going for that Widowmaker outfit. Yeah, for no exact reason. The Overwatch Summer event runs through August 29th, which gives you plenty of time to snag your favorite skins. Now, many of us spend a good portion of our day staring at our phones. How would you feel if I told you your iPhone could be staring back at you?
3: Ray has the story. Hi everyone. Sorry if my voice sounds a little bit raspy. It's not really there today. Trust me, it was a lot worse yesterday. But let's get started with the iPhone news because iPhone facial unlocking, it seems to have been confirmed um, based on software that was released accidentally with the HomePod. Again, I talked about it a few weeks ago. HomePod software was accidentally released. That's how we got the image, the silhouette of the supposed iPhone 8, iPhone X. And apparently a new feature is that when you're looking at the screen itself, any of the sounds... Uh, for for notifications, for Snapchats, for Instagram posts, whatever. Those sounds will not play, and that's a little bit creepy because I don't want my camera and my phone to know exactly that I'm looking at the screen right now. To me, that's just a little bit scary. Um, but, it seems it's a good idea because, of course, every really at the screen, we know a signal is coming, we will need a sound application, but for me, this is still a little, a little bit creepy. What is a little bit creepy, too, is that India has blocked the Wayback Machine. So if you don't know about the Wayback Machine, they pretty much take screenshots of pretty much various websites all over um, the internet for many years. I believe the most uh, latest snapshot really was in back in 2001. Yeah, it goes that far. And it just shows the progression of a website and if you had to get a tweet that was deleted you can get the Wayback Machine and like alright let me find this tweet or if there was an article that was somehow misplaced or it's no longer in the system go to Wayback Machine they probably have a screenshot of that same article you're talking about and it seems like two Bollywood um, production companies um, asked the government to block the Wayback way Machine over piracy concerns now they have f- full rights to you know Ask the government to block piracy sites now the Wayback Machine is not that though because it is supposed to be a nonpartisan a not-for-profit organization that keeps you know websites accountable governments accountable politicians accountable and it's just kind of scary because how what is the limit of private companies attacking these smaller companies who are really doing a service for the whole internet and not just for India, not just for the U.S. What's your opinion? And really, that's all the news I want to talk about this week. I know it's a little bit short, but I have to go. I'll see you all next week. Bye. If you've never visited the Wayback
0: Machine, you should definitely see the history of the YouTube homepage. My God, times have really changed. makes me feel old. And speaking of Wayback, we are all entertained by our favorite actors. And sadly... I'm even more entertained when they can't figure out when to fade away. However, former Baywatch star just might have fallen so far from fame that he orbited around and found success again. Zach has a scoop on David Hasselhoff possibly getting a reboot of an old series. So one of the things I
1: really hate doing as a newspaper reporter is giving press to someone who clearly does not deserve it constantly validating the rantings, ravings, and actions of someone who's only mentioned ironically at best and in passing. I kind of feel similarly about this one, but, again, with the irony, it's just too funny for me to pass up. So let's just get into it. David Hasselhoff is utterly convinced he's on the cusp of a serious revival of the Knight Rider franchise, the hot 80s show where Michael Knight, played by Hasselhoff, drives a talking car named Kit and fights crime.
2: If I do say so, I'm quite pleased with my new look. Well, I'm pleased that you're pleased, kid. Believe me, I'm
0: pleased.
1: If you're around my age and recognize that voice, that's because it's none other than William Daniels, aka Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. Now, Hasselhoff has undeniably been a little more relevant lately. He had a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy 2.
0: So find the form that best suited you.
3: And this is the thanks I get!
1: And was at least heavily acknowledged throughout Baywatch and at the premiere, which was its own egocentric cry for help if you haven't already read about it, but that's another story. You know, it goes deeper, though, because The Hoff told TMZ that the reason the cameo happened was Gunn was such a huge fan of Hasselhoff's old series, Knight Rider.
2: Because they talked James about Gunn Hasselhoff. watched Knight Rider when he was eight years old. Oh, is that true? Is that how it happened? Yeah! He said, I. I was watching Night Rider when I was 8. It
0: affected me and I thought I would put you in.
1: And that's why he got the star in this gem of a video as well.
2: <laughs>
1: Off claims the conversations that happened on the set of Guardians 2 paved the way for it.
0: We're talking about doing a full-blown TV series and we're working on the rights right now and it really came out of uh, my relationship with James and the fact that he watched the show when he was eight years old. It's crazy. I had this idea for a long time and James just jumped on it and, and all of a sudden out of his mouth was, you know, I'm trying to get the rights to do this. And I said, can I mention it to other channels? And he said, sure. And. I-
1: Now the odd thing is, the show could possibly be fun. I make fun of Hasselhoff for thinking he's still way more famous and admired than he actually is, but he's obviously able to survive well enough off his star power. It could also mean a funny premise for Knight Rider. They could either try to make it a serious show, or run with the idea of Knight still feeling like he's the hottest thing out of the 80s, as we fast approach 40 years out of his comfort zone. Maybe you absolutely love Hasselhoff, and this is right up your alley. Maybe you think he just needs to pack it in and go away. One thing is for sure though, when you finally count something out as impossible, that's exactly when it comes back.
0: Just remember we are Thanks, Zach.
2: If there's any possibility of Knight Rider coming back, expect to see a tidal
0: wave of old, forgotten series returning. Who knows? Maybe TV can become just as rehashed as the movie world. Anyways, that's going to do it for us here on Ram TV. We hope you enjoyed your time with us. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and as always, share. Leave your comments below. Let us know what you want to hear about, ask questions, drop a story idea, or even just say hey. We really do love hearing from you guys. And Alex, I got you boo on the virtual reality. Just need to get a VR setup so I can, you know, get video. Anyways, with that in mind, please visit our GoFundMe and Patreon pages. We really do love doing this for you, but we can't keep up the amount and level of content without your help. Be sure to join us every day for a Tiny Ram and every Sunday for Ram TV. Also, give a review and, of course, Give that five-star rating so we can become new and interesting, or whatever they call it. We'll see you soon.
3: Do you, Ram?